Hello, 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 Mandoro FM. Welcome to another session of Boere Conversations You Wish You Had Na Tete with your friendly aunties, call me Haji and Chiedza P. We're so hey. excited to be here with you. Hello. So, glad. Hello, hello, Mandoro FM. How is your week? Happy Saturday to you all. First Saturday in lockdown for some of y'all. Uh, welcome. We are glad to have you here with you, with us, and to to hang for a bit of bit of time and chill out. Um, and yeah, as always, you guys know this is a space where you're welcome. Come as you are. We welcome you and embrace you. We want to create the space for for each of us really to learn, for all of us to learn, to have those conversations that maybe we're not having as often as we want to be having them or we have questions that we have that we maybe are not encouraged to ask or to bring up. So we wanna have those chats. We wanna talk about those awkward, uncomfortable, but necessary conversations. And, you know, we always say we're all experts and uh, we always usually have a little guest for y'all or something, but this week your guests are your tetes. <laughs> coming to you live with our lived experience and so and our, and our thoughts so yeah as always please feel free to come through engage with us hang with us we'll be tweeting under the hashtag madorofia fm and uh, you can also give us a follow i am at chichipasi and haji is at call me haji yeah and uh you know when you're like your guest this week uh, your titties. In my mind, I was like, for better or for worse, guys, for better or for worse, who you get this week is us. We are who you get. Um, and I, I, I truly, I truly do hope that it is, it is for better. Um, and that, you know, that this conversation is one that sparks further conversations and um, that in, in any way and in some form, you know, it's, um, empowers, enlightens, um, and, and brings freedom where, where there's need to be freedom. So yeah, thank you for joining us as, as Chiedza has said. Um, and just a little recap, the last time we met, we talked about <laughs> a Zimbo's Guide to Heartbreak. Um, I have something that I want to ask slash share, but before I go to that, um, our guests were Mukude, the one and the only DJ, no weak sauce. <laughs> DJ, no weak sauce um, and Nyasha. So yeah, thank you so much, uh, Nyasha and Mukude for joining us. And if you missed our last show, please feel free to check it out on any I'll platform you access your podcast. Um, actually, it's not an app yet, but not yet, but coming to coming. <laughs> Apple, <laughs> Apple have allowed us in. We will be there too. But for now, you know, Spotify, Google, all your all your podcasts. Check us out on Anchor. Yeah, yeah. Please do check us out. Okay, so so last last show's uh, 
content revolved around Azimbo's Guide to Heartbreak. The playlist is still available on Spotify for anyone who would like to access it. But I just, I think I heard a testimonial somewhere on the streets that our playlist made its rounds and had its use. Did you hear anything of <laughs> similar sort? Like, did, do, do you have, like, did you hear that too? Did that I really mean, work your ear I, too? <laughs> I mean, I did. Um, at some point, I mean, I was a victim of, uh, <laughs> of the tweeting then like that it became the soundtrack to my life. But I'm also gonna shout out, I saw Caleb tweeting some stuff about, um, people loving you for your flowers and not for your thorns. And then when the flowers go, I don't know what was happening over there, but clearly I was not the only one that needed a Zimbo's Guide to Heartbreak this past week. <laughs> I don't, I actually, I actually had no intentions of, of doing this, but Kayla, there, there, is a, there is a point where I actually responded to a tweet and I was like, funny, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, wait, what? Like what's going on? But so, 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 you know, um, the playlist is available if you do just want like some food for your soul or just to hang out. Some and fuel for your tears, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> There's this one time like Weakness in Me came on and I remember I texted you. I was like, did you put the song on the playlist because you're wrong for this? <laughs> Okay, sis. <laughs> that was for worse. That's what I was gonna say. Like that was for worse. You know, when I said for better or for worse, that particular one was for worse. So anyway, yeah. thank you. Thank you for inviting us into that space and letting us mm -hmm. know what happened. So yeah. Um yeah, guys, as you as you heard, like life happens, things happen, and, and we hope that we are a place where you can come to find solace, comfort, joy, laughs. Mm -hmm. support um that's what anatete are all all about um so that was the recap from last show's content um do you want to give us like a a few lines to intro us into this week's topic or do you want us to go straight into the song like how are you feeling okay i think um Let's do, uh, I do want to observe protocol, you know, shout out, shout out to the Avengers, yeah. another fire week of content. Uh, Caleb, we missed you this week, but um, we know you will be maybe serving up some morning shows, question mark. I think they saw something <laughs> like that on the Twitter streets. So I don't know, stay tuned. I'm going to stay tuned. Um, and of course, uh, Majorofia socials last week, uh, that looked really fire. So shout out to all of those that put that together. We were very jealous over here in North America, but uh, we move, we move. Anyway, to, to answer your question, let's intro, I guess, intro to our topic. Our topic is uh, beauty standards, right? We're talking beauty standards, and this is something we're gonna come back to, beauty standards in general. We'll talk about different things, but this week we wanted to talk specifically about colorism and, you know, are we a colorist society, <laughs> you know, so pointing the mirror back at us and like having those conversations where we actually are saying, what are the experiences on the ground? It's so interesting because when I, you know, and I started seeing someone that I was seeing um, and I talked about like colorism in Zim and they're like, oh, there's no colorism in Zim. Wow. This person was, is, is a man. 
And I was very surprised because I was like, interesting, interesting take. And so, I mean, definitely glad that we get to, to chat about this um, a little bit. It's something that I know is close to our hearts, but um, also something that I think affects it affects the whole gambit of things, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll go into this, but like it affects like, you know, employment. I think we've all heard, yeah, if, if you want to work at like chicken in or whatever, you know, your skin tone got to be a certain way. Um, we've also, we know it affects like aspects of, of like, I mean, work, well, work, um, love, um, all the stuff. So we're going to really go into that. And we dropped some, some engagement stuff as well. So yeah. I don't know if you want to chat about that. Yeah, um, you know, you know, the whole like it affects aspects of work. I, I was, I, I don't know whether to say naive or oblivious to it. I don't even know. But, you know, I remember like when I first heard that, I was like, no, that's not true. But then just after hearing it and, and paying more attention to it, I saw how, you know, that that was, you know, a reality. Like mm -hmm. it, it, in, in, in regards to my lived experience with work, it hasn't been a reality. Mm -hmm. But you know, once hearing stories from from other people about how it had impacted their work, I, I my eyes were open to that. So I'm really, really surprised. Um, but we would love to hear from you, mm -hmm. our listeners. What 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 do you think? Like, what are your thoughts on colorism? And and as Chiaza mentioned, yeah, we did uh, drop we dropped a poll on our Twitter, that is uh, Vema Dorofia. And we also circulated a Google form. Um, and so mm -hmm. we will, the poll will close, uh, but the form will be available for a few more days just as we continue to gather responses. As, as we mentioned, beauty, stand beauty standards is something that we're gonna come back to. Um, we, will, we may not specifically focus on colorism, but you know, it will continue to be a, a topic for discussion as mm -hmm. it affects you know, relationships, it affects uh, work life, it affects self-esteem, it affects so many parts of you know, our lives and our livelihoods. So I think it's an important topic for us to be having. Mm -hmm. And on that note, uh, we are going to listen to a song by <laughs> Baba Harari. I remember the first time I, I heard the song. Me too. Like, <laughs> I was like, wait, did I just, did I just? Let's go! This is Madorofia FM. My vibes. My vibes. Oh yeah. Ayo, ayo. Yeah, my vans were baba. I never chitaura could show me. Yellow bone dame, yellow bone and dame being. Wow, that was a lot. <laughs> And I got what I matches. Coach Bun, fashion Java. I was like, okay, 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 okay. What are we? What What are we saying? What are we saying? I'm like, I feel like Baba Rare just answered our question. Are we a colorist society? Siri, play Yellow Bun. <laughs> I mean, if they say they say, uh, like, what do they say? Like, the arts culture is a mirror into society, right? It's the best way to. To see who we are and i'm like hello <laughs> yeah yeah when you said are we like it's like hi siri are we a colorist society and <laughs> yellow bone play <laughs> siri is like according to mama harare <laughs> yeah i feel oh. like it's so telling like it's just it's 
that's wild because the standard is like a it's the stiff standard although i i, I well I, I don't know if what i'm going to say is about to be problematic but like it's so interesting because there's also so many stereotypes that are tied to things like that i don't know like you know i remember growing up hearing that some of the like all these things like all these attributes that are tied to like shade of your skin which is often something that you don't control obviously like it's something that just is and how can it be that this thing comes with all these attributes mm -hmm. but that yeah that's wild to me okay yeah yeah it's like it's a it's a lot of information to to sit with to mm -hmm. to 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 process to to try to figure out and and to tease out you know of that what is it that is like socialized learned behavior what mm -hmm. is you know internalized um internalized from 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 my experiences and what is it that i truly believe um and so just to to let you know a little bit more about what you know my co-host and i think uh we had a an unfiltered because i i find I find myself filtered uh, quite a bit of the time, but we had an unfiltered conversation that uh, we wanted to share with you mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, bring you into a space where we were talking about these issues as they pertained to us personally. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, here it goes. So Marla, do you think this black girl magic exists in them? Well, you know, I mean, like, that's like such a loaded question. So my, my, my initial response is yes and no. And I'm going to say yes, because Black Girl Magic is about celebrating the beauty, power, and resilience of Black women. So on that basis, of course it exists. But does our society really celebrate all Black women equally? Mm. Or is it on the basis of something else? So... So that's my no, like, I I don't think all black women are celebrated equally. As a darker skinned woman, I would say, I don't get equal celebration to my lighter skinned friends. I think that's really valid because like, I've been thinking about it and even just who do we consider attractive? Like who are the often the women that we celebrate? Like regardless, obviously they're people who are like super exceptional and you, you can't help but notice them. But even if we look about popular culture, who are the women that are most glorified? Who's beautiful? Who is sexy? Who's attractive? I mean, I don't know if I can name drop on this or not. But like if we think about Anna, well, I, I was going to think some people come for us. So like, even like, you know, Miss Red, Pokelo, we, we chatted about this a bit yesterday. You know, mm -hmm. these are, what are some of these things that are in common? Yeah. I was also thinking about this Winky D song. I mean, I don't know, it goes like, Naye, and then it's like, it talks about, you know, you know, Wangu Mutema Tema, Asi, Asi Andidi Naye. Because it's like, even though she's dark, I still love her. But it's like, what does that have to do with anything? Do you know? Yeah. It's like so yeah. deep in popular culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm like, I'm like deeply and vigorously <laughs> nodding my head because I'm like, oh my goodness, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, black girl magic does exist, but then there's a fine line that's a divider, and that's colorism. Mm -hmm. Like, we exist in a society that glorifies or exemplifies beauty by the skin tone of a woman. I mean, like there's there's additional layers to it, but then I think like 
you know, colorism is something that's that's pretty consistently seen broadly mm -hmm. across the way um, women are celebrated. And and like I was like, I don't know the song, but I, I've actually had someone literally tell me, tell me. Wow. No. I am telling you. I'm I'm so telling you. And, and I'm like, I'm I'm like, is this endearing or is this not endearing? But like someone say kuti nyango uri tsubu ndinokudasha ngo. Wow. Like wait, I was like, wait, hang anyway. So so I could I could go on and on about that, but then I'm just like, that's the reality of of our society, mm -hmm. you know, in in my experience that you know, we, we are pretty colorist and, and we are like, we do connotate or allocate this like, Nyango Uri, you know, mm -hmm. the darkest skins you are. It's like, you're still beautiful, but am I only beautiful? Like, I, I don't know, like, it just sounds a little messed up. Like, it doesn't have to be prefaced. Why do we have to put a disclaimer, even though? No, because I am. What are you saying? Like, let's meet it right there, you know? I was even just thinking about growing up and um, some of the jokes or the, I mean, jokes in air quotes, but, like, it's really disses or, like, the things that affect you that I think growing up you know i can't even think of them of some of the examples but i remember like distance and you know what it was like growing up being made fun of hey you're so dark that blah 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 and and i think when we think about what are things that people internalize when we're young and even as we are older the things that that inform the way that we see ourselves we know that, you know, the same way that joking about like, oh, wakafuta, things like that is so hurtful and have long-term impact. It's the same. Why don't we notice that this actually has implications on how our society views and values people? Like, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, why? Why don't we, why don't we question it more? Why don't we interrogate it more? Um, I, I mean... There's another part to that is, could we have interrogated it more if we didn't hmm. know any better? Or, you know, are we, were we, are we a product of the surroundings and what we were familiar to? Like, you know, I mean, like, these are just like rhetorical mm -hmm. questions that I'm just posing. But I do have a specific question for you. Um, and, and it's, have you ever found yourself in a position or a space where you were aware of your skin tone and or the skin tone of someone else around you um and what was that experience like i think yeah like definitely um the things that actually have stuck out to me most when we've been you know preparing for this conversation and having this conversation was growing up and like high school and I don't know if we can call it like, I think dysmorphia might be a strong word, but like in terms of, I definitely, I, you know, there, there are folks that are, that are like people that are really dark, like, um, and the, the butt of the jokes that they would always be and how in the absence of some of these, like these people that were like, obviously like so much darker, but, and you as someone who, is like you're dark on the spectrum. You're definitely not on the light end. You're on the dark end. 
but how it provides a deflection sometimes, right? Like mm-hmm. I am not the darkest person here, at least. Mm-hmm. Like as a teenager, those are things that I, I remember like it being a subconscious but conscious thought, if that makes sense. Like something I was aware of, but wasn't aware that it was something significant. Do you know what I mean? That now when I look back on it, I'm like, yeah. And it happens now in terms of places where I'm often, I think it often comes in with attractiveness or where I am noticed for good things. And that's often in situations where I've noticed being so aware of the skin I'm in and the kind of black I am or how black I am. Do you know what I mean? Because I think like also being abroad, you learn that there's also different categories of black, even though there's also just one black and like black is black, black, but black is not black Mm -hmm. as well i don't know how about you it's like black blackity black black black. (laughs) you know i'm like what kind of black are you i'm just blackity black black you know (laughs) you know you know i'm like you know in 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 full transparency and and also like following the heart of of what we're doing here which is creating safe space i will be honest and and say yes like because Mm -hmm. because because you know you know one of the one of the first stories that i've heard about myself and my entry into the world was Mm. how um the nurses were so surprised by how dark-skinned i was that um and then, and, 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 you know, there, there were multiple things happening, but, you know, at, at the time of birth, you know, my mom wasn't able to, to name me in that moment. So what they tagged me as was black beauty, um, until my mom could come in and name me. So can, can you imagine, like, this is one of the first stories that I've heard about myself. For a baby, bro. For a baby. For a baby. Um, and apparently like, and, and I've, I've, I've heard, you know, um, my mom and, and my grandmother have retold it that you know there was questions whether my mom like all of these different things. I'm just like I don't think that's how genetics works but but anyway I'm not a biologist and you know whatever the song is so fire so fire and I I think but that part of why is like but why did you have to say ASEAN, didn't I? Like, it just really, <laughs> like, I, I'm someone who really hyper-focuses on stuff sometimes. That, that was Naya by Winky D. Um, earlier on, we played you Zokayamwe by Oliver Mtukwudzi. That was our intro song. And so, yeah, I feel that's just my thing. I love Winky, everyone knows. I'm a stan. I'll stand Winky all day, every day. I'll fight you. He's my fighter. But that one word, Trace, <laughs> I was like, it really... I don't think there's a way to have artistic license and still have picked a different one there. <laughs> and and I just I find it to be such a like a, a funny song that like that just that just happened to be like like just after telling the story of my birth and just like the naming <laughs> quote unquote hospital naming ceremony and then just having that song play it was just like. I, I, I hope it was as jarring to your system as it was to mine um, when I heard the story about my life. Like that was kind of like the, the artistic effect mm. we were going for. That mm. we won't tell you what song's coming next, but you know, like how you love your kids. Like, Nyango Adam I'm sure my mom loved me. But anyway, it may not have been. Of course, she loves you. What is she? What is this girl saying? What is she saying now? <laughs> but yeah. 
story of my of my so there there you you heard like a random story um from my life and my entry into this world and just the the interesting nature of it yeah yeah let's keep going okay we're gonna keep going and and keep this conversation on colorism happening because of that reality like you know I have always been aware of my skin tone and and I can remember um, at some point just getting really deeply frustrated by it and wanting it to change. And, you know, there's there's an abundance of options in the streets of Harare. Mm, and I, 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 I delved into trying, you know, skin lightening creams. Um, but you know, the other thing that, you know, you know, I, I wasn't aware of is that, you know, if you're going to do it, just don't use it on your face only like use it on your whole body. That's the thing. But you know what? The shaming that comes with skin lightening is also something that I'm like, okay, society, can you pick a struggle? Okay. If you're telling these women that they're too dark. And now they're resorting to these creams. Don't then come for them that you're using these creams or what, what, what. We're using these creams to meet these impossible standards you've set that are also impossible. And like, it's so harmful. And that's also why like a lot of these discussions is of course like mental health aspect, but it also like seeps into physical health and well-being because Mm -hmm. the whole, we know that skin lightening products like, there's a whole market for it. It's a whole industry. And mm-hmm. I just, I, it, it blows my mind that one, it's allowed and it's allowed like in a, how, like make it make sense. Not regulated. Not regulated, but it's so dangerous because now we're thinking about skin cancer and like yeah. other skin issues, but yeah. just, and the foundations of all of this, right? The foundations of like how to be, how to be attractive according to whose standards of beauty mm-hmm. like who is setting yeah. who is setting this tone like who decided that black is not beautiful you know what i mean like yeah. that it just it it is a, it's a little bit mind-boggling to me how do you feel like colorism like in terms of like then perceiving yourself as a or sexy or beautiful how how do you feel that plays what has played into or plays into that Oh man! Again with like the going deep and transparent <laughs> questions. I mean, you're just really like this is a safe space. Let's do this. Um, well, I mean, like I, I think I'll I'll start with with the beauty um, piece of it. I think I I have for a long time struggled with this internal battle and monologue for myself that was a running commentary on how mm. in order to be beautiful um I'd, i needed to be a shade lighter or a couple of shades mm-hmm. lighter, you know and and then i'd be beautiful and, and 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 then and then beauty would be tied into attractiveness which is like oh then i'd be sexy you know yeah. all of the things then i'd be more desirable um which which is like really messed up and and like as we're talking about like all the things and the layers that tie into men mental health it's like 
if if you if I am denying who I am at the very core and and I cannot accept that and I I, mm-hmm. I reject that that I actively reject that I can only imagine the rip, the ripple effects that has on my psyche and how I mm-hmm. view myself you know and like mm-hmm. and 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 all the other expectations that are tied into what my life would look like and so. I mean, I'm just like, and it's, 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 and, and to be honest, it's a daily battle. I've got, I've got a friend who, um, is, so she, she's, she's not black, she's white. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, one, you know, we were having dinner one time and, you know, she was like, oh my gosh. And I think I'd worn, I wore gold earrings that day. I don't often wear gold. So I wore gold earrings and she was like, oh my gosh, I've never seen you wearing gold earrings. And you know, she went on and on and on and on about it. And like, Inside, I felt super insecure. So everything that she said was affirming, but all that I heard was in contrast to the gold, I see how black you are. Yes. I can see how black you are. Black yeah. and yellow, black and yellow, black. And I was like, oh my God, that's my life. <laughs> oh my you know? But this is, that's the internal monologue. That I hear you. Um, so I was just like, oh crap. Like I'm never wearing these earrings again. Like I am not doing that. Like that's why I, I don't wear certain colors. Like all of that. Like I, I feel like I live a limited life because of my skin. Oh my goodness. My goodness. My goodness. The black and yellow track. It, 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 I don't know whether I'll ever outlive that moment in my mind and that reality. Honestly, um, and then... <laughs> <laughs> after you said it, I was like, girl, I was not expecting that to go there, that way. <laughs> but like listening to that again, like it really struck me also just how like to, to your point that you made earlier too, just how aware you have to like that you end up feeling because you feel like there's this eyes on me type of thing and this this aspect of it. But wow, that <laughs> every time I just I'm like girl really like she she's like so deep and then next thing is <laughs> <Okay. laughs> hey, hey hey that's the reality sometimes sometimes you gotta learn to make you you make fun of the things that would otherwise I hear you. down and you know like trying to find the humor in that um and so you know um you know again like today's show we are pretty much sharing our lived experiences uh we are your experts mm. we are your guests for today uh, but to make sure that we were inclusive of other voices we did drop a poll yesterday and we wanted mm-hmm. to get a sense um of it, like you know people's experiences with skin lightening creams um as you heard me say earlier that's something that i sadly felt that you know was was an avenue that i i wanted to explore um and and of course for personal reasons um i'd made that decision but you know thank the lord jesus (laughs) (laughs) amen (laughs) (laughs) but but again like the fact that i i was not cognizant enough it it also shows because i wasn't Mm. cognizant enough to to use it on more spots than just my face but anyway, yeah. um, so so we dropped a poll, and in our poll we had two questions. Yeah, um, I have it open here. Yeah, so yeah, go ahead. Please let us know what the people said. 
So our first question here is, have you ever tried skin lightening creams? And I'm seeing, I see the numbers are inching up actually. So I'm curious, like after a few more hours, what how the poll would actually mm -hmm. stand. But right now when I'm looking at it, it says 20% have said yes. Sorry, 56 people have voted. 20% said yes, 63% no, and 18% were here for the answers. Um, and I find, I find this really interesting. So we, our second question was, I think people try skin lightening products um, uh, to feel more beautiful, to feel happier, to feel more comfortable, um, or for societal acceptance. And the one that got the most uh, was 50, had 58%, and it said for societal, for societal acceptance, um, and then 35% said to feel more beautiful, 6% said to feel more comfortable, 2% uh, said to feel happier. And so that really, that really strikes me that for societal acceptance, like, yeah, that right. people, I've also been seeing a lot, well, this is a digression a little bit, but I've also been seeing a lot about <laughs> like BBLs and I'm like, I don't know what it stands for, for sure, but I know it has to do with like, you know, getting aspects like Hearts and hands like butt lifts and, and things like that and how a lot of young folks are doing that I guess you can google it while I'm while I'm looking this up but um <laughs> please do um but it, it came to mind when we were prepping for the show to just think that yeah it seems really tied to like a lot of it obviously like I think there's an aspect of for, for your own happiness and like you know to feel mm -hmm. more beautiful and you know obviously all power to agency and stuff but also there's an aspect of pressure like feeling societal pressure to feel like you don't fit in without certain elements and certain aspects and looking yeah. a certain way you know yeah yeah and I I agree with you like I think it was really telling for me to see that like the majority of of those that participated in the poll and responded felt that you know one of the the reasons that <laughs> Um, you know, someone would venture into the use of skin lightening products is for societal acceptance, you know, mm -hmm. which I think brings us back to our overarching question for today is, are we, you know, a colorist society? Um, and, and, and I want, you know, and I wonder in part, like, in part, I definitely like the, there's a part of me that wants to have like an emphatic definitive yes or no answer. Mm -hmm. um, but I wonder whether it's actually a lot more helpful to just have that as a lingering question that exists, you know, like one that like challenges for me, challenges the way I approach situations, the way I think about things, the way, you know, just just without like necessarily having to be like yes or no. Um, just have it as a, as, a, as a thing that's 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 present and a consideration to have. Um, yeah. Just some curious I'm also like I'm also like I also feel like we need to people need to hear that yes there is colorism in the society <laughs> um because I think we need to work to change that narrative because it's not something that just it's not the way it is it's not the way yeah. it always has been and it's not the way it yeah. always has to be culture is yeah. dynamic we make culture and we change we evolve and so culture must evolve with us culture must serve us we are not slaves to culture so like let's keep it keep it moving yeah. but we're gonna go to a song a couple of songs actually two songs that i love the second one i actually heard it on such in the morning for the first time r.i.p to the podcast um and the first one that we're gonna play is gonna be beautiful and josh and Didi. 
by Tammy Takura and Dobadon, and we'll hear Wakanaka voice to Ribsdom uh, and Rimbis on that track. So enjoy. Let's go! This is Madorofia FM. My vibes. Kuban. My vibes. Evan. Oh yeah. My vibes. Kuban. My vibes. Evan. Oh yeah. Majin's welcome wakanaka wakadaro your being just the way you are. Yep. So true. I love I love both those songs. Like they're such feel good vibes. Like you're like, yes, as we head into the weekend, I hope I guess as we are in the weekend, <laughs> you know, grab a drink if you're about that life. If you're not, get up and dance anyway and you know, jam to some of these tunes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess uh, continuing our yep. conversation. The last leg of our recorded private conversation. So y'all get to hear how all of this tied up and ended. Okay. Um, what are you? I feel like, okay, I'm going to answer the question, but I also wanted to say when you talked about wearing stuff, um, it came to mind to me that Lupita was a cultural moment, like a, a moment where, um, you know, when yeah. I definitely also didn't wear a lot of like bright colors, like, you know, me since I was young, you know, definitely I was into grays and blacks and, but Lupita, like she, she was, she was like beautiful, you know? And like, it's like, Oh my God, look at this. African woman, she's black. And then she would wear these gorgeous colors. Like she would wear like yellows, blues, like pastels, bright colors, mm-hmm. all of these. Yeah. And it gave me license, also inspiration and license to also be like, wow, and change the narrative. Cause I think that's what it is. It's about changing the narrative, changing what you see, what you see on a everyday basis, which I mean, Lupita's not on an everyday basis, but in terms of like who our idols are, it made a big difference to start to see someone celebrated who's dark skin celebrated as beautiful, but also allowed to wear all these things. Mm. And then people being say, you know, seeing stuff like, oh my gosh, she was made for this. You know, Mm. like these colors were made for her, Mm. do you know? Because who wears yellow better than her? Like Mm -hmm. other people, yellow like washes out their skin tone or whatever, but that that is it's so beautiful and i and i think that also gave license so i feel like i so you know we talked a little bit about dysmorphia earlier i i'm like i don't know how in a safe space but i think i always perceived myself to be uh to be a lot darker than i actually am um but i did that with like weight too but i think that's just like it also might have to do with environment and how things consistently were because then when I moved to Canada, like, you know, almost a decade ago now, um, I, I guess one, not being around a lot, at that time I was in a place, a lot, a lot of black people. So there's not as much like comparison as mm. to levels of blackness. Like now you're just black. Um, especially if you move to a very, very, very white place, like you're just, you're just black, listen. And so it was, so it was different. And I think eventually I began to see like see what what I do look like like not that I I am so dark but like that it wasn't especially like you see my mom and my brother like I I I'm, I'm like the lighter person in my family whatever but I never 
it was never a thing. But now when I started to see myself in that light, like seeing myself as how I am, but also understanding that I am who I thought I was, mm-hmm. like that person who I perceived myself to be, that was real, right? It's like, it may not have been maybe physically real, but it was, it was real to me. Um, and how I perceived myself, I think it's still, but still I felt, I don't know. I don't think to answer the question around like attractiveness, sexiness, blah, blah, blah. That is something as I've got older, I've had to be intentional about loving that I'm black, loving my skin tone, like knowing that it's beautiful, knowing like, you know, surrounding myself with people and environments that affirm that, watching things that affirm that. I think like external influences have had, I've had to surround myself with things that continue to affirm that because I also being in very white spaces does make you hyper vigilant about how dark you are. Like, even if it's not like it's, and I think that's the thing is like, these things are like opposites, like the opposite ends of the same coin. What's to say? Like you are one thing, but you're not. And that's also how we know these things are not, they don't make sense. There's no rationalism, rationality, rationality to like, colorism or race like it doesn't make sense because it's not really real what is the scale like oh are we doing a brown paper bag test is that what it's about now like what is the test like what are we assessing but i mean if the queen can be or not the queen if the royal family of the united kingdom can be oh the firm the institution can be asking how dark skin this baby is gonna be we must assume that like this stuff we know it matters. It matters to, and it trickles down. Mm-hmm. And for them, it's sad because this is not even our struggle to own. Why are we clinging to this colorism? And I know, like, I one of the questions I wanted to ask you was around, like, going to, like, private schools. What was that like? And, like, the colorism experience and the ways that colorism interplays with racism. Because they're cousins, right? Oh my we know goodness. that they're cousins. Yes. So close and to that- cousins. And that people who were often oppressed on the axis of race in our schools then turned around and oppressed other people on the axis of color, on the axis of shade and colorism. And just how these things interplay. And that's why I'm like, it was not even our problem to inherit. Why are we taking colorism and being like, let's run with the system of oppression? Like, where? Why? How? <laughs> I, I, I'm like, somebody bring out the gong sounded she done done she done said it all you know it's done said 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 because it's that one period it was birthed out of an oppressive system um Mm -hmm. i don't know whether you've read or listened to trevor noah's mona crime but in his Mm -hmm. initial chapters when he talks about the system and how it categorized people and you felt better about yourself if you were in a category mm-hmm. than another person. I am like, this is this is this is this is exactly what colorism is for us as as black people. Like again, it's like a struggle mm-hmm. that we didn't need to inherit. Like we don't need that. We've got nope. enough to worry about without putting each other down on the basis of shade. And but then I'm like, the reality is people are trying to feel better about themselves. Yeah. But but then I've also got like this like bigger question that I would love people that are not in this room with us to respond to is is d- d- does this 
colorism thing exists um with women like are we colorist um is it a male thing like you know what wh like what really is it you know who and like who is the institution behind this in our society mm. So many questions, so many questions, and so true. Yeah. I, I think um, I actually do want to dissect that a little bit because I know when we come back from for our outro, we'll we'll wrap this up nicely because I think those are good questions. Like, because once we throw in like it intersects with so many things we talk about, like race, right? But it also intersects with like gender and 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 stuff. So definitely very curious. Yeah. Important um, question. Gonna cue up the songs for us and let us important, know what's coming up. Important, important, important questions to be asking. Um, but like you said, we can dissect it more after our little break because y'all have been hearing us for a long time. So um, continuing with our theme of reminding each other that, you know, we're beautiful. We're going to play mm -hmm. um, Alicia. Kara <laughs> and the song is Scars to Your Beautiful. Is Madorofia FM. My vibes. My vibes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is Madorofia FM. Y'all have been tuned into Bohere Conversations. You wish you had Natete with Chiedza P and call me Haji. Um, we've been, you've been interacting with us, you know, keep tweeting us. Um, we're tweeting under the hashtag Madorofia FM. Uh, we want to hear what you think and we want to continue to engage with you guys. Um, I know we left off Haji had asked a question around gender and who is the institution? <laughs> yeah, it, I think it's like, yeah, like, I, I mean, I mean, we can we can look at it from multiple like now as I think about these these questions that I pull from the recesses of my brain, um, but I, I mean like we can look at it from like oh you know the, the, a function of how you know our country like Zimbabwe like how it was how it came to be like in in our mm -hmm. post uh, or like pre to post independence you know, structure and how that is. And I think that's like key influences coming from colonialism and how, you know, there was, you know, segregation based on the on, on the basis of race. So I think there's there's a part of, of life that exists in that space. And I don't mm -hmm. think when I was asking the question, that's what I was thinking about. I think I was just thinking yeah. more like, um, like as, as we've talked about, like relationally, um, you know, mm -hmm. employment, livelihood type, like, I just, I was curious in, in thinking about that, like as, as again, this is the perspective of two women, you and I, um, and, and we'd love to hear from anyone who identifies as, not, who does not identify as, as a woman, what their, their perspective is. Um, like, you know, cause I, the, what, the question was like, am I, like, do I, do I do that? Like, like, would I do that? Um, so that's a little bit about the background of my question. question. No, but I, I hear you. And I think it makes sense. I think it makes a lot of sense. And to the point of like intersections and the way that like all these different aspects of our of our identity and the way like 
systems of oppression um, intersect, you know, and I think, you know, we brought up racism to your point, like, yeah, I think definitely cousins or, or siblings or doppelgangers, I don't know, but like, you know, two sides of the same coin, but I think throwing in gender as well, it obviously, you know, we gave some examples earlier on and and I don't think it's, I think also men are definitely affected by the colorism standards that affect. I think, um, of course, like in my personal perspective, I think to a different extent in different ways. Um, but I think without a doubt, I, I think we all, we we all know, I'm not going to say what, what things, but I think, I guess I'm curious, like, what do people think? Like, let us know what you think. Do you think the standards are are kind of across the bar? Do you think they even, they, they do exist? I mean, we've been talking about this, but what is, you know, we asked you guys earlier, what has been your experience? And we're actually going to go in and see, I think we shared a Google form and I think we have a, uh, a response. And so I'd love to, to hear that. But I think I am curious, like whether you guys see it as well across like, you know, the gender spectrum, like with, with different folks, like, is it, is this something that applies in particular, you know, to, to like femme folks or is it, you know, across the board? But to your point of who is the institution, um, like I know definitely patriarchy is a player, you know, white supremacy is a player. <laughs> Capitalism is probably a player in there too, because they're all cousins. I think it's all like 100% related and, yeah. and in that world. But what did the folks say on the Google form streets? Yeah, so on the Google form, uh, response was really based on like more like a third party experience, like okay. so observing. Um, observing and um, not participating or not being directly affected by um, colorism. So I'm gonna pick out just, you know, a couple of points and, and just read those. Um, and so someone says that my experience was third party mm -hmm. just uh, around my white friends and seeing how they get things easy, be it at the passport office or driver's license. Um, I wouldn't say it sucks, but it was a wake up call. Um, yeah, wow. Um, I feel like there's so much to mm -hmm. unpack in, in, mm -hmm. that in that statement. And, and like in the, in the way, as, as a telling way of how we ourselves as, as black people treat one another, treat people of different races differently, um, whether it's allocating a certain level of respect um, that, you know, it's like, guys the systems are already set up in favor of the people that you are favoring. If you want to keep favoring no honestly in zim sometimes like with service yo i once had this really bad like experience wow the some provincial park stuff question mark like sometimes you get so <laughs> mad because you're just like how can it be that you can be so have so much internalized racism within yourself and and uh, like Wow, it, it just, it's so stressful. I was actually telling, funny enough, I was telling my friend, like uh, my, she's Nigerian and I was just talking about like, you know, kind of growing up in Zim, whatever. And just some of these, like some of the stuff just where like, you'll see like white folks being treated so much better than like mm. black people on the service that you receive. And I think like, obviously we're deviating a little bit, but I think she was so surprised to see that that is, I guess, cause also like, there's a lot more white people like in Zim and so it makes that a little bit different, not like a lot, lot more, but like, you know, significantly. And so, but I think, you know, bringing it back to this particular discussion too, I think like 
that's the point like we really like are so I, I don't know how it is that we get to this like sheep point where you're so unable <laughs> to see what you're doing and you're just like participating in the system and I'm like I, I don't get it like to your point like the stacks are already stacked in these people's favor like how in in the case where you can at least give if you can give a leg up to anyone or at least just give equal service and equal standards to everyone but is this not are we not capable of that is it is that not a human standard you know um i, I think it is it is we, we are capable of that. And I think it is a possibility. And I say that because I've had an experience or I had an experience where like I was in Senegal um, and, I, and I don't know whether it was by virtue of the region I was in during that yeah. time or whatever it was, but like, I remember like, and, and, and maybe this was like just a, a personal thing to me that like mm -hmm. something had shifted in my brain because a lot of the people in the space that I was in were like really beautiful, beautiful, dark skin tones, like mm -hmm. gorgeous Lots and like flawless skin that I yes, was also like, this, this is my life. I was yes. sitting there and I was like, this is my whole life. Yes. My whole people, here you are. Like, if you know, like, you know, in, in, cause in comparison to a lot of people in my family, like I am, mm. I'm like, I'm super dark skinned and it's just like, make it make sense. But I was sitting there and like, and I guess because all of us were just dark skinned, we were all treated the same. Like mm. it was just, it was just like, yeah. Like, you know, like it just, you, you didn't, I guess I, I'm like, I guess it's one of those, like if you all look the same, then the likelihood that you would treat someone else differently um, doesn't exist, but, but I, I was like, man, like this is an experience that I could get accustomed to. I could definitely get used to this. Um, you deserve it. So it is a thing. Um, another question was how aware are you of your skin tone? Um, and it, the general response is only when the need, um, surfaces. So mm. it sounds to me like, you know, like it's not something that, you know, people are waking up and thinking about or actively like, oh, you know, this is how dark I am or this is how light I am. But by virtue of being in a place or a space at a certain time, there may be like a, an awareness of, hey, you know, <clears throat> I am either lighter skinned or darker skinned or, you know, just sitting in the middle. Um, and then the last one uh, was, have people made comments about your skin tone um, or are they comments that you grew up hearing often? Um, and this is an interesting one, I guess, because of my lived experience, I was expecting to hear more, mm -hmm. uh, but maybe I just grew up around really mean people. <laughs> so, so, no, so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It but our sample size is small. Okay, it could be telling. It could be telling of my my <laughs> where mm -hmm. I grew up and how mm -hmm. I grew up. Um, um, but I just wanted to pull out one response. It says only once. Um, I said that I was broke, and the lady said you buy too much chicken. So I wanted to pull out that response because I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Wait, I don't get it. Is it is yeah. it me? Am I not getting it? 
what is yeah, it i don't get it either okay but, okay but okay. as i've sat with it and see this yeah. is the, it's like so why are you pulling out the one thing that you don't get my uh Hashi? come on like you know just like get over yourself but the reason i pulled it out was like this is this is the the train of thought it's like okay so maybe that one time you know someone was being judged you know on the basis of either like you you live a comfortable life like you're eating too much chicken and so i don't know is you that, know am i reaching <laughs> Um, the, I, I think since you're reaching, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, if this is under like a racial element, like if there's a racial, racial element to it, well, I think I could see it because I think there is like this kind of stereotype that black people eat a lot of chicken. Um, so along that axis, I could see it, but along the colorist axis, I don't know if I could see like it, make, but Y'all, okay, let us know. Maybe your titties are just not in the know. Uh, can you let us know if what we're missing? What, or rather, like help us understand if we're if we're hitting the nail on the head or if we're not. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but this has been uh, such an and I, I I don't know like this is a, not a fully formed thought. So forgive me if it's not like proper proper proper. <laughs> But I was just thinking also that like, you know, there's definitely now more and more like, you know, models and icons, people who are dark skinned, you know, so beautiful in the limelight. And I think like, I wonder how that will filter down to like, mm. to even to our society and seeing how that plays out. Cause I think like culture, obviously people influence culture, but culture also influences people. And I think like, it's, you know, that kind of reinforcing thing. And I think also just, that celebration of it I hope we also transcend move past celebrating it when it's in like models and like Idris Elba actors or whatever mm -hmm. like where it's also in like we celebrate it as as a human thing like not I, I don't know if I'm making sense you know if I'm saying not like necessarily in like a supermodel sense only obviously in that sense it's so necessary that visibility is so important and it's and it's key, but I think also extending it to to our everyday lives to to that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think I'm yeah. I think I'm hearing you. Like, um, and like not just as like the tokenized celebration, but like as you know, real acceptance. Yeah. You know, attribution of of value, um, and appreciation on 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 not not because you know it's just like the one famous actor who is mm -hmm. really attractive or the <laughs> one <laughs> did did my words slow down a little uh, bit? <laughs> i was sipping my drink because i'm like okay <laughs> oh excuse me okay tete tete is exposing herself you know what i think i think today tete just came and just like we were just burying it all like Honestly and truly, just keeping it real um, and one hundred. So yeah, like I I I resonate with what you're saying, Kuti. It will be great, Kuti. Like and and not only just what you said now, but also when I was like, oh, should it just be a rhetorical question that sits at the, in the back of my mind? Okay. And you're like, no, no, it should be a question that has an emphatic answer because how do we challenge change systems or situations if you know, uh, we don't present that, hey, this is not okay and we mm -hmm. need to change it. So like, I, I think that's like, that's been super key for me, like hearing yeah. you say that, it's like, oh man, like, right. Like I can't just be 
complacent and be like, oh, well, at least I'm thinking about it for myself and at least I'm challenging myself. You know, it's like, you know, there, there has to be more. There has to be like, you know, be beyond us talking about it, like, um, which is a great start. I think conversations are so important, but like there has to be a follow on and follow through. Um, so, yeah, I think that's like super, super, super important. And I'm taking that with me. Um, yeah, taking that with me. Yeah. Um, do you? <laughs> I was gonna say, do you feel like you have anything that you know from this conversation? You're like, okay, you know, um, either I want to think on this a little bit more, or okay, I'm taking this with me. This is gonna be something that's you know a part of the way I relate with people um, or myself, you know, going forward. I think, you know, thinking about, um, you know, kind of, we talked about changing the narrative law. I, I think I realized I say that a few, a few times in the episode, but I think it's important and something that I'm going to think about is what does that look like in a practical, practical mm. sense in this instance? Because I think, you know, we talked about it has health impacts, it has like psychological impacts, like it, it's a real thing, but in a place where, you know, kind of the economy, bread and butter issues, where there's like things that always seem more pressing. What does that realistically look like? Because I think it affects, I mean, I know it affects a lot of a lot of folks and it affects like health and well-being. And so something that maybe that I'll sit with and like reflect on is thinking, okay, what next? Like what does that look like, you know, moving forward? Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Yeah, that's super important, guys. Do not be lied to. Skin learning creams are not your friend. They are snaps not your to friend. Snaps to that. They are not. They are not. From my experience, they are not your friend. Yeah. Friend. Yeah. Please feel free to hit us up in our DMs mm-hmm. or um, on our Twitter. We are at Call Me Haji and at Chichi Pasi. And we'd love to keep having this conversation with you if that's something that you want to talk about. Yep. And I also just remembered, like, also, if you're not on Twitter, we also have email addresses. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> my email address is chiazapi at madorofiafm.com. And mm-hmm. Haji is Haji, H-A-Z-V-I-E-M-C. No E? No Well, e. I'm going to let you go. Say what your email address <laughs> is. Yeah, my email is Haji, M-C. So that's H-A-Z. V I M C at mandorofiafm.com. Um, sorry, you heard me stutter and stagger at the Z Z. Like sometimes the American Americans, 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 they can just mess with you. Ah, <laughs> mess with you. But also, 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 don't forget you can support you can support us um, at Buy Me a Coffee, and that's Buy Me a Coffee forward slash Mandorofia, or on PayPal, and that's at kinkandoro at icloud.com or on echocash that's 0785115865 and the name on the echocash will be mukudze majoni i think mm-hmm. that's right that is correct that is yeah. correct help us help us keep the lights on here at madorofia fm if you um oh before i say the final signing out things 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 uh wait i had another thing that i want to say but i can't remember but the second thing that i wanted to say is Yo, Takura released a new song and 
what's the point of having a radio show on a radio station if we don't play that? So after we play our last song, please, can you play it? And then we'll play the Madarafia jingle. Of course, like th- <laughs> that you would say, please, can you play it boggles me because you know that low-key I call myself Mrs. Okay, okay. So <laughs> why would I refuse to play Takura's music? Like, it, it is, as, as Mukunde said on the relationship in my mind. We're in a relationship in my mind. So, Anubaramba is Mrs. Okay, okay. Anubaramba. Um, but yeah, you know, oh my goodness, like such a, such a, such a huge Takura fan. So anytime, and he's been doing, he does great work and, and I love the last couple of releases. So yeah, he's been dropping. Start. Dropping some bangers, but I also wanted to acknowledge that this has been a shorter episode. I don't think we said that at the beginning, but this mm. was going to be a shorter episode for you guys. But we wanted to stay consistent, hit you with some stuff. It's some it's a long weekend over here, so yeah. But folks, thank you for joining us. It has been such a hoot. It's been such a good time. Um, this has been Bohere conversations. You wish you had Natete with your tetes, Chiedza P and uh, Haji. Uh, this episode will drop later on this week, wherever you find your podcast. So if you are listening and you're like, yo, my friend or whoever really needs to hear this, please tell them to check it out. It will be, we'll share it on our socials as well. Share with your friends and family. And so we say, stay safe, stay blessed. We love y'all. I'm signing out. Uh, we are signing out with the uh, brown skin girl, Beyonce. Blue Ivy, St. Jen, and his kids. This is my daughter, Love y'all, love y'all. And of course, push the start from Tafura. Yes. After this. Stay safe.